Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Hey, hey, what's, what's up, up everybody? everybody? This is Shonda and Chanel, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to the, the Double Dose Podcast. Podcast. Listen, we are we are one set, one of, set twins. of twins with two different perspectives. We got it right that time, we Chanel. Did. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we have some amazing. We have an amazing guest lined up today. Oh yeah, I'm so excited for today's guest. Me too. Like we're, it was so many gems dropped for sure. It was so much impartation. Like, I'm excited. I am too. And it's like, I, we're going to get into it. But yeah. she was awesome. She, she was, was awesome. So I can't wait for you all to hear her. Yes. We're going to be talking about when Jesus be reading us. Jesus be reading us. He be reading. But whom the Lord readeth, he loveth. Right. Whom the Lord loveth, he chaseth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally in the Bible. So Whom the if, Lord loveth, he readeth. Yeah. yeah. So if God if God loves you, you're going to be read every day. You're going to be read, yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. that's for your growth. That's a part of the relationship with Yes. Him. Yes, but before we get into that, what we've been up to, Chanel? But even before that, what we need some ratings? Yes. Oh my goodness, y'all. We appreciate those of you who have left ratings so yes, far. Yes, thank you. We need a few more. We need some more, y'all. This podcast has been growing. We're gaining traction, and a large part of that is because of the ratings that you guys have been leaving. Absolutely, and the way that we measure metrics, especially now that we're with the network, is through our ratings. Yeah. So we need you guys to go into the ratings. Click a five-star review, and if you're really feeling froggy, um, go ahead and write a yes a review. Write a review. Yeah, a couple sentences. It won't hurt nobody. Matter of fact, let's read some of the reviews we have so far. Oh, that would be nice. Because the girlies be leaving the reviews. The girls, the reviews be reviewing. They do. And so I definitely want to read some. Dang, where's our podcast? You got so many. I know. I'm subscribed to a lot of podcasts, y'all. Yeah. I enjoy listening Market to podcasts. Research. That and also, I enjoy supporting. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, the title says, Can She Pray? Somebody said, The twins are my faves. Let's That's go, cool. ladies. I, I appreciate it. y'all. I appreciate y'all. Awesome. So, that was one of our most recent ratings. So, yeah. go ahead and leave us another review. And um, I'm excited about it, yo. I'm excited. So, just keep the reviews coming in, y'all. Um, we got some good ones, but we need more. So Yes, yes. All right, so Chanel, what have you been up to? What have I been up to, y'all? It has been a week. Um, Girl. I spent like 24 hours in L.A. What? It was awesome. 24 hours? Yes. Then? So ESPN hosts an annual award show called mm. the ESPYs. Mm. So I was out there, and I was getting some coverage for the Success Playbook podcast, nice. also on the Revolt Podcast Network. Nice. So it was the newest sports podcast um, on the network. So I um, got some content out there. It was so cool. I got to see so many of not only um, people that I've connected with in the industry, but, like, some of my friends. And then just, like, some of those legends that, like, yeah. it's very rare to see them. Like, I saw Mike Tyson just walk in and wow. pass in. And um, Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul. Like, it was, it was an event. Yeah. It, it was an event. It was great. That's amazing, Shana. I'm glad that you had that <clears> opportunity. <throat> Any of the interviews, like, were, were your favorite? Like, did you find out new things about people? Um, yeah, so my common question is always about, like, success. What's the su- success philosophy that they live by? So I was really interested to hear um, about some of the philosophies that they live by. And um, I also, one of the notable interviews I did was with Lil Rel, which mm-hmm. was dope. And I got to tell him how much um, mom loved his sitcom and like how she would enjoy loose watching boots. Loose Boots. Yeah, <laughs> that the pilot episode. Um, 
And that really meant a lot to him. But I I don't know. It was just like a, like, what are the odds that at an award show, um, you know, of course, I'm thinking about my mom or whatever. I see Lil Rel and oh, yeah. he was such like a, a huge part of like us going through this journey with mom because when she wanted to laugh, she would want to watch the Lil Rel show. Yeah. Well, specifically Loose Boots. Loose Boots. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that was just such a dope moment. I, I was really excited at the fact that I got to share with him like how much that episode meant to us and like our family and like our mom that she went through. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah. yeah what about you? What you been up to? Um, Really? So we just got back from New Orleans. Yes. Birthday in the Bayou. Yo, we've been traveling back to back But to that's back. why people are telling us we need to sit down somewhere I and know, get some rest. I know. Came back sick. We got the essence flu. The essence flu. <laughs> My mom Tucker was like, "Y'all need to rest. Y'all are doing too much." Who said that? Oh, uh, Mom Tucker. Oh. <laughs> so we went out to New Orleans with a few of our friends. We had some really dope moments. So New yeah. Orleans during Essence Fest, our birthday always falls on Essence Fest. Always. Um, but New Orleans during Essence. Is different. Like, yeah. you literally can just be walking down the street and see, like, your favorite, like, actor, actor or comedian or comedian, whatever. Yeah. And we were able to um, have dinner at Morrow's, which is our, had, one of our favorite restaurants in NOLA. Yeah, it's, it is our favorite, and it's everybody's favorite. <laughs> it is so, it's small, it's but the so food is small. great. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like a corner house. Yeah. It's like the, the way that so, they get so much publicity, but... You wouldn't think that it would be so small and like so right so intimate on the inside. Literally, like at the next table, within arm's reach is Sammy. Sammy and a his few, uh, a, his family. A, a few tables over, there's D Nice, DJ D Nice, um, and what's the, his name? the comedian from Jamie Fox. I, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, Manny Fresh was there. He actually sent stuff to the table yes. when it was our, when they sung when they happy, happy birthday. birthday to us. He that sent stuff. Cool. That was dope. Um, but yeah, it was just a good time. It we was. had a great time in NOLA. It, yo, we had a phenomenal time. We did all the touristy things. <laughs> all the touristy things. But I feel like that's just us while we're in NOLA. I know. Uh, and we, we don't get tired of we it. We don't. We don't. But we did some new things. What did we do? We never did a cooking class before. Right. We never I told did my friends, listen, I'm domesticated now. Nobody can tell me anything. Facts. Shout out we, to Jasmine for finding that. Right. We we made banana foster, made banana. gumbo. Gumbo, shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Like, oh my goodness. It was bananas. It was bananas. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> but no, this was um, this this was a good birthday. We did our annual bike ride. Annual bike ride. Gumbo tours. Yes. That was cool. We had yeah. our friends come. It was amazing. I'm glad we went. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm excited to get into this episode. I am too. Can you tell us a little bit about our guest? Yo, Lady Nakia Foster. Um, she's wife to Pastor Chris Foster. They're based out of California at the Rock Church. Yep. Is it Rock or Rock City? The Rock Church. The Rock Church. Mm-hmm. And and that's in the Bay Area in Cali. In the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And um, we met Lady Foster through YLC, the Young Leaders Conference. Yep. And um, just she's just always been just so loving, so kind. Her and her husband are both amazing people. Um, so I'm really excited. Me too. And you kind of brought it up because you were on her show yeah. a couple weeks ago. And you said, like, oh, my God, Lady Foster is amazing. We need to get her on our show. Yeah. So we got her on our show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was on her show um, for their church a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, for okay. Mental Health Awareness Month. Okay. Um, and I just, like, just heard the wisdom that she had. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because they're, they're like a, a, well, black people just look young, but, like, they're like a young couple with, like, young yeah. and men, like, pastoring. Well, I don't know how. 
So again, black people. Yeah. But 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 they're so wise though. They like are. so much wisdom. And I say that to say like it, the wisdom that you hear, it sounds like it's coming from like a senior. Right, that's right. Where, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the experience. That's that a I great had. way to yeah. describe it because, like you said, like I mean, she's not, of course, a senior at all. Right. But she has that wisdom, yeah. like like somebody who's like an older saint. Um, but yeah, Lady Foster. Don't get it twisted, honey. Lady Foster is young and cute, and she a baddie. Okay? Right. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm excited to get into this, y'all. If you are interested in visiting their church. Make sure that you click the link in the show notes. So the Rock Church, they have an online ministry that is dynamic. Yes. They also have a um, just a, an amazing physical location in the Bay Area in Cali. Yeah. So get into this interview. Get into it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Foster. What's up, everybody? <laughs> You're now listening to the, the Double Dose Podcast. Podcast, now on the Revolt Podcast mm-hmm. Network. We are two sweat. Two, two sets set of, of twins. One set of twins. Wait, hold on. We are one set of twins, twins with two, two different, different perspectives. perspectives. Y'all know we always mess that thing Always up. mess it up. <laughs> but that's all right, though. Yeah, that's just, all right. Just keep it with me. Right. <laughs> so we have a special guest with us today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm very excited. Uh, we have Lady Foster in the building, all the Lady way from Foster. Cali. Hey! <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing well. So excited to be here with the one set of tool with two, two, <laughs> twins, with two different perspectives. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Yes. We're excited to have you. Um, so let's just jump right in, into our questions. Yeah. So um, Lady Foster, why don't you tell us about who you are? Who is Lady Foster? Absolutely. So I would say the first thing is that I am a woman of God. Um, I, I have a relationship with the Lord and I take it very seriously. Sometimes I, in the past, I remember when I would be asked that question, I would jump right into, oh, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm a leader of women. But first and foremost, before I can be a wife or before I can be a mother or I can lead other women, I have to be a woman first myself. So Mm -hmm. that's the first thing I would say. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. That I'm a woman of God. I love the Lord. Um, I love my husband. Uh, Pastor Christopher Foster is my husband. And then I'm a mom. I have two children, Christopher in Brooklyn, and they are 10 and 8. And then um, I also lead the women of my church, the Rock Church Bay Area, which is in Antioch, California. And um, I also am a corporate lady. So I enjoy (laughs) my job in the corporate arena. So I have dual responsibility. I have this whole um, secular versus um, sacred spaces where God has given me the opportunity to lead. And I absolutely love it. Yes, we love it as well as like observers of like you and Pastor Foster and the ministry. We can definitely say that you guys like you you are doing it in the Bay Area. Like it's legit. Uh, we, we were actually introduced to the Fosters through, through YLC, YLC, the yeah. Young Leaders Conference, mm-hmm. uh, through Elder Mark Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen. yes. Pastor Mark Moore now. Yes. yes. Pastor. <laughs> Pastor Mark Moore. <laughs> yes. And, and the, the theatrics and demonstrations and how you all like present the word at the yeah. church, it's like immaculate. Oh, like literally you can just. 
be scrolling on your Instagram <laughs> and it literally captivates you. Yeah. So I think it's wonderful what you all are doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much. My husband is extremely uh, creative yes. and yeah. anointed for that type mm -hmm. of space. And we've been blessed with a great production team that just helps to bring his vision to life for the word. So it's, it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So much. yeah. It, it, listen, I think one time I scrolled, it was like he was in a forest or something. Yeah, he was in the woods. <laughs> okay. He was in the woods. So during the pandemic, there were no limits to what, <laughs> what he would do to get the gospel out. Yes. I was just, I was blown away by his vision to just make things happen and bring it to life and not allow the circumstances that we were in during mm -hmm. that time to hinder you know, the people of God from receiving the word. So it, it was, it was just amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was amazing viewing that as yeah. well. Um, the, the creativity is on another level. A1. And also it really dispels the myth that there aren't any like millennials, there aren't any young people in church. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Because I think one of the things that we have to understand is that we serve a God who never changes. Yeah. But sometimes our methodologies, <laughs> they have to change. The yeah. words stay the same. And that's one of the things that I love about um, our pastor and our church is that he does not compromise the word mm -hmm. in his creativity. The mm -hmm. word is the basis and the center for everything that he does, but it's the creativity that brings it to life and can capture audiences mm -hmm. that may never step into a church building, um, but have the opportunity to encounter God through, through that creativity. So exactly. it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so important because there might be people listening who are creative beings, mm -hmm. but don't know how, like where or how their gift fits in the body of Christ. Right. And yes. like there's room for the two to intersect. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe it's really important that we start with the word of God yep. and mm -hmm. then we allow God to bring the creativity or use our creativity to complement mm -hmm. um, the word, but never to override the word because yes. sometimes in an effort to be creative, in an effort to reach the world, we, we cross over into that space too much. Yeah. And then we lose the sacredness. We lose that the part reality of it. And, and it just gets lost in the message. So I, I think yeah. it's important to make sure that the word is the foundation mm -hmm. and your gift of creativity complements the word of God. Yes. Because yes, everybody wants to go viral nowadays. Man, oh, and they yeah. strayed so far away from like the text yeah. that because they want that virality. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why what Lady Foster is saying is so important. Like yes. having the word of is as the foundation. Because I promise you, Jesus went viral. Yes. I promise Jesus went viral. viral. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. Without compromising. All the time. All the time he did. And I think, I think it's super important for us to understand that the word is there to facilitate what we do to yeah. lead and guide what we do and not to just be an addendum to what mm -hmm. we do. It has to be the basis of it. it, it, it it's what will draw people um, to God yeah. is his word. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. And it really takes a gift. It really mm -hmm. does. It really does. Um, speaking of gifts, like I, 
had the opportunity to witness um, your gift of like just ministering the word and kind of like breaking down the word when you mm. had had me on your Christian girl talk on the mm. live discussion that we had. Um, and I thought it was so powerful because I've, I've heard Pastor Foster preach, but I, I have never heard you preach before. And when I tell you, Chanel, like she preached, like she was snatching <laughs> the edges. Really? The edges were snatched. They were snatched. They were snatched. So funny. Uh, <laughs> I was snatching edges. I love it. <laughs> For real. Like the, the anointing was just on a different level. Um, so I'm wondering, like one of the things that I really took away from that, mm -hmm. uh, you talked about the importance of doing like a spiritual assessment or assessing mm -hmm. yourself where you are from a spiritual standpoint. And I think that's so important for, especially our generation yeah. to, to do because a lot of people just don't know how to, okay, where am I spiritually? Right. Where am I in my relationship with God? Yeah. And I'm wondering if we can start there by you kind of like breaking that down and what that should look like. No, absolutely. I, I, I actually love that because I believe that as women of God, as people of God, we have to make sure that we know where we stand in our relationship with God. Yeah. Because let's just be honest, life can be life in sometimes. And sometimes it can push us off our course, off our square. Yeah. And we have to know when we have veered away from the things of God. So how do we know that? The word of God is what we do. There is a way that we can line up our lives with the word of God. The Bible talks about how you are supposed to examine yourself to see if mm -hmm. you are in the faith, right? So so yeah. what is this assessment that that we're talking about. We're talking about, do we, are we filled with the spirit of God? Romans mm -hmm. eight is a great place to start to know that. Am I filled with the spirit of God? Because Romans eight talks about that. If we don't have his spirit, we do not belong to him. We are none mm -hmm. of you. And so that's extremely important. The next thing is, am I led by God's spirit? So yeah. I have his spirit, but do I allow him to lead me and to guide me and to direct mm -hmm. my path and to order my steps throughout life, throughout my day? Um, am I submitted to him yeah. in everything that we do? Am I led by God? And then do I display his spirit? Well, Listen, that there part. is a way <laughs> in which we can determine very easily if we are walking and displaying the fruit of the spirit, or if we are walking in works of the flesh, Galatians yeah. 5 just outlines it so well. Do I have love, joy, peace, um, mm -hmm. patience, goodness, um, self-control, mm -hmm. or am I walking in works of the flesh while I'm carnally minded in the things that I do? Am I having jealousy and envy and wrath mm -hmm. toward people. Those are the things that I have to look at in my everyday life and line it up and say, wait a minute, I'm not spiritually healthy right now. Jesus. I need to spend some more time working on my relationship with God. And this is a continual thing. Nobody arrives at this just because I'm married to a pastor. I have not arrived in this, right? Mm -hmm. Just because we have people who appear to be so spiritually, spiritually mature does not mean that they have arrived in this every day. God is convicting us and correcting us. I had a situation just recently at work and I have to tell you this workspace, um, is not always easy 
to display fruits of the spirit in. Yeah. Come on. It's easy to do it at church when I'm around yes. people. But when I'm in a space where I'm feeling like I'm the only one, mm-hmm. right? You have to, your light has to be shining so bright. And there was a yes. situation where God clearly showed me you've been walking in arrogance, you've been prideful, mm-hmm. you've been thinking more highly of yourself than you should, you've been judgmental, you've been critical towards people. I mean, God just went there on me. Wow. And I, but I had to step back and say, you know what, Lord, I see exactly what you're saying. And mm. I humble myself under your mighty hand right now, because God, if you don't humble yourself, he knows how to do it for you. Uh. <laughs> so I said, oh, God, please forgive me. I see exactly what you're saying. And then it has to come with some behavioral changes. I have to make some adjustments in my behavior to show. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Him that I heard you and I'm listening to what you told me to do. So, mm-hmm. so spiritual assessments are important, but more importantly is once you take the assessment, the changes and the adjustments that you make in your life um, to make God know that you're listening to him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. It is. And I, I love how you kind of emphasize the point, like this is not like the, the end all be like everybody doesn't just get to this point and stays right. there. Like as it's our jobs as believers to continue to assess, assess where we are yes. because we're supposed to continue to grow in grace mm-hmm. and in the knowledge yeah. and the truth of God. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to stay stagnant. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. What I love about what you just said is how the Lord just read you and told <laughs> you everything you was doing wrong because whom he loveth, he chases. Yes. So I love that the Lord just held the mirror up. And yeah, that's my prayer, Lord. Read me. Read yes. me, Lord. Read me, Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. It lets me know that he's still talking to me. Yeah. I don't want to ever be given over to a reprobate mind yes. where I'm doing things and God is not talking to me and telling me that I'm out of his will and that I'm doing things contrary to what he would have me to do. No, I want to be checked and corrected at all times. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But because it, it doesn't feel good, a lot of people run, they from, run that. from it. Yep. They run so from the, the assessment, the, mm-hmm. the, the chasing, like they mm-hmm. run from this. The correction. That's yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that's one of the things that is so um, challenging for this generation is mm-hmm. our feelings and our emotions getting the best of us. Right. And so running from that discomfort, um, we have to make a conscious effort to say, no, I'm going to feel this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit in this. I'm going to receive the fact that I did something wrong. And physically, you have to know what that feels like. Your mm-hmm. heart is racing. Your mind is racing. You're trying to figure out how you're going to fix it, how you're going to do it different. You're feeling bad. Um, you start beating yourself up. No, you need to go through all of that. Mm. Nobody else. This is between you and God. Yes. And so if you go through that with you and God, then I don't get on this public space and have to display that. I don't go yeah. on to social media and have to use that as my space. No, it's this private space between me and God where he shows me myself. 
I feel bad about it. I feel convicted about it. I confess to him and let him know I see exactly what he's saying. And then I ask him to help me to get through it and navigate my way around it. But I cannot not feel it. I have to. I have to. Otherwise, I'm escaping it, trying to drink or smoke or sex Mm -hmm. or whatever else it is, instead of just saying, no, I'm going to stay right here and feel this. Yes. Yeah, I think feeling so it is is probably one of the most important things. Yeah, because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. It's, uh-huh. it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Makes you want to not do it again, though. Yeah, it, absolutely. It'll say, yeah. and I don't want to feel this again. So yeah. let me get this lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, so in a world of like being labeled as high value, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have high value men or people who label themselves as high value women. Um, and what so we're believers that high value more so there's nothing more valuable than kingdom qualities. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, like, what would you say are some of the qualities of a kingdom woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like, what, what would you say there? Mm, that's good. So, so ooh, when we say kingdom, it it encompasses so much more than church yeah. Mm-hmm. because kingdom expands beyond church and it goes mm-hmm. outside of the church walls and Amen. it goes into spaces where, um, you know, church people may not normally go. Yeah. And so I think those qualities have to be very strong and very courageous. Mm-hmm. So I think that a kingdom woman has to be um, courageous is mm-hmm. one thing. I was watching something that uh, Bishop Jakes uh, said the other day, and it said it takes courage to be different. Mm-hmm. It takes courage to do something different from what everyone else around you is doing. And so I think you have to have courage to be able to speak to truth, with to speak to power mm-hmm. with truth. I think that you have to be able to be courageous to stand up for what it is that you believe in. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you do do and that you don't do? And that you're able to say it with confidence and boldness mm-hmm. as a woman of God, right? So, so as a single woman, I, I should be able to stand up and say that I do not have sex outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. I don't even play around with it, mm-hmm. right? So I date on um, assignment. I date with a very specific intention. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just out here being casual and doing things that look like the world. Mm-hmm. As a married woman, yeah, I carry myself in a way that says, I have a husband. I carry myself in a way that says I belong to someone else. I'm not, mm-hmm. um, I'm not, you know, out here connecting with just anybody. No, I'm a woman of God. And so I also believe that the attribute has to be prayer. And I should have said that first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think that prayer has to be a big part of the life of a kingdom woman. Um, There is absolutely no way that I can go or we can go and operate in what it is that God has called us to do if we have not 
prayed and spent time with him. I think it's so dangerous mm -hmm. to do it because you are literally out there on your own if you have not gone and covered yourself in prayer. I've heard it said that he who kneels before God can stand before any man. Yes. So I believe it's important to have a prayer life. Yes. That's important for a kingdom woman. So you have a prayer life. You're courageous. I also think that a kingdom woman has to be compassionate. Um, so that means that I care about other people besides myself. It means that I'm concerned about things that, out, that are outside of my little world. And mm -hmm. I don't just surround myself with me, me, me. But I'm also okay. compassionate and I can feel the needs of others. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, mm -hmm. So those are three things that come yeah. to my mind. Prayer, courage, and compassion. I love that. Even thinking from the, the compassionate piece, I yeah. think our generation is so, I love that you said that because our generation can be self-centered sometimes, like yeah. just focusing on the self. Yes. Um, but you said being a kingdom woman is the opposite. Being yes. a kingdom woman means like I have to be concerned with the things that Jesus is concerned with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have to know what those are. So I have to read yeah. my word. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. Yeah. I have to read my Bible. So I know what it is that God is looking for me to do. Um, it, Dr. Tony Evans has an amazing book called Kingdom Woman um, oh, that God. I recommend. And it is absolutely amazing. And you can get it on audio. I listen to all my books on audio. It's an amazing book. So written by him and his daughter, Crystal. So it's really good. I love oh, that. Yeah. We got to look into yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So Lady Nakia, um, so most of our audience members are people who identify as being anointed and they know they're called, but they function in secular spaces. Mm. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit about balancing kingdom qualities in secular positions? Mm hmm. Yeah, I was I was alluding to it earlier that it, it is definitely not easy um, to be in secular spaces. I do believe that the anointing that God places on our lives is not just for us to use in church. Yes. It's not just work in church. Say that. If you are anointed, you're anointed in a pulpit, you're yep. anointed um, on a school bus, you're anointed yes. in a boardroom, you're anointed on a Zoom call, right. you're anointed. God has anointed you. I do believe he anoints us for specific tasks and things that he has called us to do, but it does not have to be in church. So that's number one. I believe that the anointing gives us the ability to do beyond our human capacity. Come and on. so then what happens is we get in spaces um, that are secular or corporate arenas or entrepreneurial spaces where God allows us to lead and the anointing gets activated and it gives the opportunity to shine the light on you so somebody else can see that and say, yes. oh my goodness, it's just something so different about you. Yes. You're just so kind or... Mm -hmm. You're just so smart or you just just anything that brings you to the forefront and mm -hmm. highlights you. So then you turn around and give the glory to God. Yes, the Bible says, let my works so shine before men. Let my light so shine before men that they see my good works, mm -hmm. but that God be the one 
to get all the glory. So I think that it's super important for us to know that God has anointed us for spaces and that we need to pray and ask him, what is the impact that you want me to have? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You'll start seeing yourself get connected to people that God will show you this person needs me. Now, that doesn't mean I go in Bible thumping. I promise you. (laughs) I promise you that I don't Bible thump, right? (laughs) But it does mean that I go in and I sprinkle my conversation with God. He has a private conversation with me about something personal at work. Oh my goodness, I'm praying for you. Or maybe I want to give them a card or maybe I want to give them something to let them know that I care. I'm being compassionate towards them and I'm not just thinking about work. I think that's one of the most powerful things that we can do as the people of God is to show that everything is not business, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. What can you do for me? Yeah. We sprinkle those spaces with love and compassion and empathy and let people know that you care about them as a person in that space. Mm -hmm. And I believe that opens up the door for God's power to be released wherever you are. Absolutely. Oh my God, that was powerful. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And the thing is, and I, I love that you said like, you know, you don't have to go around Bible thumping because us simply showing the fruit of the spirit, right. as you alluded to, can that can be in itself yes. a way to draw others closer to Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. Us just living our lives, yeah. existing, allowing ourselves Absolutely. to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We're the Bible. Exactly. We're the walking Bible. Exactly. We are a living epistle. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And for yeah. some people, that's probably the closest thing to Jesus that mm-hmm. they'll encounter. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to be mindful of these things and yeah. why we got to go through the spiritual assessment. So we exactly can in spaces and yes. function this way. Exactly. Yes. No, absolutely. And even what you all are doing by creating this kind of platform for people to come and talk about different topics um, that are kingdom related and also that may be secular related. And then it draws people who may never come to church. But they listen to your podcast and they may become inspired and they know that you're Christians and the way that you carry all of those things have an impact and require an anointing in order for them to be able to happen. But the anointing does not mean that I have to hoop or I have to have three points or I have to. It doesn't mean that. It means that I have the ability to have an impact for God's kingdom and draw people to him through what I'm doing, whatever it is. Amen. Thanks for that. that. Yes, I receive it. <laughs> Absolutely. For I sure. love what y'all are doing. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Um, so so Lady Nakia, tell us a bit more about like the Rock Church, the work that y'all are doing, yeah. and how people can find you. Yeah, how can we keep up with you all? Yes. So the Rock Church, we are located in the Bay Area, which is Northern California. Uh, We are in Antioch, California currently, and we started in 2017 is when we planted our church and we planted it with the belief that we wanted to connect people to to God and connect people to one another, allow people to be able to build relationships 
with the Lord as they build relationships with each other. And um, we absolutely love our church. We are intergenerational. So we have all generations at our church from, from young to seasoned to seniors. And it is just a beautiful place. I really love um, what we talked about earlier is the creativity and the platform Mm -hmm. that um, our pastor, my husband, Christopher Foster, has created. Something happened this past weekend that was so powerful. And I think it really marks our church and will give a good indication of the type of church that we have. So we had a couple that came to our church and um, they were living together. We've had several couples come to our church living together and they've gotten married immediately. Like they, some did not plan to get married. Some were planning to get married down the road, but they immediately hear the word of God. We are not, we are not condemning. We are not um, judging. My husband is preaching the word of God. And then they'll start asking questions and inquiring and they want to get married this past weekend, we had a couple say, we want to get married today. We're in a family series right now. We're doing a series on the family. Our, our, our theme this year is focused on family, faith, fitness, and finances. And so we're in the family series and the couple came up and they've been living together and they said, we want to get married today. And my husband married them right after church. Oh, wow. wow. And so I just felt like it's so indicative of where God has us as a church, where yeah. he is using the rock church to draw people that may be unchurched or maybe be churched and felt like they did not have a space or they did not fit. Mm-hmm. And they were able to come receive the word, get loved on. That's one of the things a lot of people talk about is the love that they feel when they come to our church, the hospitality that they receive and the excellence that they get to experience. And we believe that all those things come together to make people have an experience with God that makes them have a desire to have a relationship with him. So I know many times, absolutely, the center is the word of God. Mm -hmm. We believe in creating a worship experience that brings together multiple components that make people feel like they've had a total experience with God, with his word, with his people, with music. And then they feel like, wow, this was amazing. I did not leave the same way that I came. So our church, our theme is where your history meets your destiny. I love love that. that. I love that. I love that. And so for those who aren't in the Bay Area, is there somewhere, like, do you have a virtual platform that you can watch? Absolutely. Yes. So we have a YouTube page. So we stream on YouTube and on Facebook at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and on both of those platforms. And then on Sunday, that's on Sundays. On Tuesdays, we have our Rock Recharge, which is our Bible study. And that's at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that is also on Facebook and YouTube. We stream to both of those platforms. And you can also visit us, the Rock Church org if you would like to learn more about our church and receive information and and connect with us we would we would love to connect with anyone yeah. that is in need of a church home being planted in a church 
will change the trajectory of your life. Planting means that you are able to grow and produce fruit Mm. in your life. So, So we believe it is an important decision that you make. One of the most important decisions you will make is what church you will attend, um, yes. how you grow and get fed. It's, it's super important. Absolutely. Very important. Yeah. Very important. Um, so we'll definitely have those uh, links in the show notes, guys. So if you are interested in visiting the church, whether it's virtually or in person, you guys yes. can just click the link in the show notes and we'll definitely, it'll lead you to that direction. Awesome. Um, yes. Lady Nakia, what are your socials so folks can follow you? Sure. So um, my Instagram is Nakia underscore Foster. And then on Facebook, I'm I'm Nakia Foster as well. I'm not on any of the other social media. (laughs) So there's one that just came out. I was like, I cannot keep up. I know. It's so much. I am so primitive. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but, but you could definitely follow me, Nakia underscore Foster. Um, on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming yes, today. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. I, I really enjoy talking to you all. I love what you're doing. Please keep it up. Please keep shining your light, your beautiful smiles, your beautiful spirits that you have that are just infectious um, and such a blessing to everybody that connects to you. I think you all are just absolutely amazing. Thank Thank you you so much. much. We really appreciate that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Last question. I know um, you have posted that you're you're from you're a Chicago native. I am. Okay, and you be stepping. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I went to a Chicago step class like a few months ago. Did you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Did you like it? I did, but I can't get the hang of it. They said that I was bouncing too much. So I'm going to have to keep practicing. (laughs) Okay, another question. Do you know the Tamiya line dance that is going viral right now? No. Is it stepping? It's stepping. It's it's very Chicago Chicago style. But it's like a 16 step and not an eight count. Yeah, it's like a line dance, but it's very Chicago style. Yeah, I have to Google it. I have to. I I absolutely have to. So that is one of the things that um, I miss about home for me being I've been in the Bay Area since 2009. But like Stefan is a whole lifestyle. And I know you don't don't email me. Um, don't inbox me anything. I'm still saved, (laughs) but, um, I absolutely enjoy that and the music and everything. And if you're in Chicago, no, it's a serious lifestyle. Like my family (laughs) is, is all about it. Yes, I love that. I love that. Well, I, obviously, I got to keep practicing, so I'm yes. gonna keep watching you. And hopefully, one day, <laughs> we one just day we can aspire. Super cool, super cool, and laid back. It's yes. just a little smooth. Yes, nothing, nothing, nothing too um jarring or moving. Everything. <laughs> That's what I've been teaching my son. I'm like, when the men do it, all they have to do is stay still. You just guiding the lady. You a cool yes. dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we've been yeah. having fun with that. Yes. I love that. I know. Well, if y'all have a y'all develop a small group for stepping right. at your church, just let yes. me know yes. and I'll come out there. I'll join that ministry. Right. <laughs> yes. Step the ministry. Yes. 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 <laughs> that would be a good one. That would I be would a good love one. that. 
<laughs> we need that balance for sure. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yes. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.